You guys know that I've joined the Motivated CEO podcast to the podcast Her Network. It's really been a game changer for the fast track to growing this podcast. And I am so excited to tell you that they are opening their doors right now for you to come and join too. If you want to learn more, join the founder, Joanne Bolt, and myself at the upcoming live masterclass, Three-Step Visibility Engine, by registering at podcasther.com forward slash masterclass. Starting and running a business is hard, but you don't have to do it alone. Whether you're an established business owner or thinking about starting a side hustle to earn extra income, I am here to teach you how to show up as your unfiltered self, level up your business, and thrive as a mompreneur. Let's embrace the chaos and start enjoying the journey together. I'm Amy Tra, and you're listening to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Welcome back into the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. I am joined today by Susie Rains. We are discussing how to simplify business, and this is a conversation we all need to hear. Susie, welcome to the Motivated Mompreneur Podcast. Thanks so much for having me, Amy. I'm so excited for this conversation today. So tell us a little bit more about yourself, who you are and what you do. So um, who I am, I'm I'm a, an entrepreneur that came from, uh, I think similar to you, uh, medical background and corporate. So kind of a combination of the two. And when I left there, I wanted to do my own thing. I wanted to have be my own boss. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to have to ask for time off. I wanted to schedule my own time and just do things for myself. And so I actually went to coaching school. I have a coaching uh, life and health coaching certificate. And I'm like, I'm going to be a coach. And that was like my thing. And I realized really quickly when I just launched into it without really thinking it through and making a plan, it wasn't going to work. And so with that knowledge, I started researching and and com- combined with, I have a business degree that I, a bachelor's in business administration. And I went back to basics and I went, you know what? business plan. I need a business plan. And I was talking to other coaches and that I knew from school and they were trying to do their businesses and they didn't have plans. And so it sparked my curiosity to research and really dig around and see, are people planning? Cause I didn't plan. And so I did a plan, created my own and it turned into what I do now, which is business planning for women entrepreneurs. So when they want to start a business, we can sit down and talk about, let's plan out exactly from, and it's it's not the traditional business plan in a sense, you wouldn't take it to get investors or funding, but it's all the same concepts, business idea, marketing plan, operations plan, team plan, financial, it's everything. And so that's what turned it into Business Simplified. So starting a Business Simplified was born out of writing my business plan. <laughs> I love it. I love how in almost every single business owner's story, you hear that one event that was like, you know what? I had a problem. I navigated my way through it. And now I have the solution to the same problem that a lot of people are facing. And I love that you touch upon a business plan because I think this is one of the most often overlooked pieces of business. But when you mm-hmm. think about it, it's essential because it's like your roadmap. It would be 
for me, driving from Ohio to California without any direction. I know that when I started my first business, I had a mentor and that was the first thing we did was develop the business plan. And I'm just going, really? Like, I don't want to do this. Like, this just seems silly. Like, I know all of this. I'll tell you what, that was the best thing we could have done. So I love that you're you're putting such an emphasis on that. And as entrepreneurs, we tend to overcomplicate things. And as we were chatting before recording, you've got the three pillars to really kind of simplify this process. Would you mind diving into those with us? Yeah, for sure. And I just want to comment and say, um, I was talking to a client, previous client, and she said that when she did my business plan, we did everything and then she goes back and revisits it. So it's definitely something that is keeps going. It's yeah. not something you want and done. And with that being said, that's why I wanted to simplify it. Because if you look at the traditional business plan that you would take to a bank or have investors look at, it's really a lot. Yeah. It's a lot of analysis and information and numbers and writing. I mean, it's, it's a huge document. Yeah. I didn't want people to have to do that. <laughs> I didn't want to do that. Sure. So, so then the three pillars, this helps identify exactly what you need. You need a business concept. And I personally work with service-based businesses only because products are a whole nother game. They have a lot more in-depth stuff you have to do. So to simplify it even more, it's service-based. So what is your service? What is your business idea and concept? The second one is pricing. So now that you know what you do, how much do you want to charge <laughs> for your time and your energy and everything that you're putting into it? And then the third pillar is the client experience. That's it. Like those are the three things that you really need. Now, when people work with me, we go through everything. So it's like the whole thing, but again, not as big as the traditional business plan. So if you have a good concept and it's viable and that's just testing it and figuring out that people want it. So you got to have something people want pricing it accurately for the market and what's happening in the world and then take care of your clients. How are you going to do that? What are you going to put in place to make it comfortable, easy, and make them want to talk about you and share what you do and refer you and want to work with you more? Right. And and that's another thing I think a lot of times we we just kind of glance over is or gloss over is the client experience, all of those touch points that we have. How do we want our business to be perceived? It's that whole branding piece. That's where that comes into play is that experience because there's a million different service providers out there doing the same thing, but what pulls them into you? What really makes their experience with you be the answer that they're looking for? Yeah. And I think a big piece of that is how easy is it for them to work with you? Yeah. Removing roadblocks of things and making it as seamless as possible. Definitely. And that's that's the kind of the feedback I've gotten with my clients, which is good. It's good feedback. They're like, it's so easy to go through your program because they have, I have a coaching application I use. So they have a login. I have a login. I can see what they're doing. We can chat back and forth. It's just so seamless when they're not on a call with me. And for people who are doing services that are online, that's a huge thing is how accessible are you? I have a coach that I work with, who's my coach. 
And that was one of the reasons I hired her is I can reach out to her anytime I want. Now she's not like working 24 seven and like always, <laughs> but I have access to her. So I send her stuff and I know she'll respond. And I've had experiences where you couldn't get a hold of the coach. <laughs> they, yeah. you, they're just, here's your online stuff. And then it's like hands off. And so I think that's a big, big thing is knowing exactly how you're going to manage, how many clients can you have? So again, that goes back to pricing. What are you priced at? Now, how many clients can you physically have without overdoing it and being able to give them the experience that they, they want to have. Right. And being accessible is, is important because how often do you see websites where, okay, I, I like what they're doing, but I don't even know how to contact this person. I don't know what, what is step one? How do I even buy from you? And we forget to include those blatantly obvious calls to action. What are some of the most common roadblocks you see um, with your clients in terms of, you know, developing the business plan or just in general coming up with um, the business plan? Yeah, there's, it's different for everybody because we all have our strengths and weaknesses. I have some people who are really strong in numbers. So that part of the business plan is easy and the marketing plan part is hard. Um one of the things that came up recently was people struggling with payment processing mm. because there's a million different, and I do a whole operation section and it's in the operation section. It says, okay, once a client wants to pay you, how do they do that? Yeah. And then after they do that, what happens? <laughs> yeah. So it's breaking that down. And, and that was what my client was saying, cause she, she had like five different choices of ways that people could pay her and you have to think it through. Some of them cost money. Some of them are free, depends on what you do. And I think the hardest thing for the people that work with me when they're doing their business plan is making decisions because mm -hmm. you have to just decide. And you know, as well as I do, we're business owners, we've started and restarted and done different business ideas. Yeah. You have to make a decision and be okay with it. If for some reason it doesn't work, you can just say, yep, that was a learning experience. Now right. I'm going to try something different. Exactly. And I love how you mentioned that too. Just, it's a learning experience and we're all learning as we grow. Platforms are constantly changing too. And it is very overwhelming with how many choices for different things are available. And two, you know, the rules are always changing. So it's important to keep that in mind. Okay, you know, am I going to be 1099? Am I going to be, you know, all of these moving pieces, you have to make sure to empower yourself with the knowledge before just jumping in like, oh, okay. But then if you do decide that, all right, this one maybe wasn't the best fit for me, you can change. It's okay. It's not set in stone. And it's not a reflection of you. You made the best decision you could given the information you had. Exactly. And I think that that's, that's one of the biggest things that I encourage people that I work with. Make a decision, pick the best one for the circumstance. And I, I have a checklist actually that they go through so that they can ask themselves specific questions when they're looking at a platform to use. Yeah. And a lot of those are, how much does it cost? Is it in your budget? 
Does it have good technical support if you're a person that struggles with technology? Is it easy to use? Is it time consuming or easier to use? And um, one of the last things that I ask them is, are you comfortable using it? Do you like using it? Because guess what? Say you're doing your own bookkeeping. If you don't like QuickBooks, then you're not going to do your bookkeeping because <laughs> yeah. you don't like the platform. Pick thing, pick something that you like, and it may take a little while to learn it, figure it out, and it's okay to test and try. A lot of um, applications out there, they have trials, two-week trial. Jump in there, get in there, get your hands dirty, see what it's like, and if it doesn't have everything you need or if you just aren't comfortable using it, then you can get out and just cancel it before there's any charges. That's my recommendation when people start looking at applications. And that's awesome advice. It's okay to test things out and try them and see, do you like using it? Yes, it may be the industry standard, but like you said, if you don't like QuickBooks, if that just doesn't make sense to your brain, why are you forcing yourself to use something just because everybody else is doing it? Really doing your research and figuring out what works for you. And I'm a very indecisive person. I am the first to admit it. And something that I really found valuable was one of my coaches very early on, I was sitting in this analysis paralysis and she goes, you know what? Not making a choice is actually making a choice right now. I'm like, oh gosh, I just got called out. So, you know, sitting in that indecision, yeah, that's making a choice too. So just make the decision and know, hey, test it, try it out and change your mind. That's okay. I love that, Susie. That's so good. I do it all the time, but I have to be careful because I have to remember what I have a trial on. Right, exactly. And I remember to cancel it before they charge it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, a lot of the trials will have, um, they don't do a credit card. So you're like, okay, I can use that. That's good. And I don't have to worry about it. When I'm ready, they'll ask for the credit card. Other ones, if they ask for the credit card up front, I do say put it on your calendar to cancel it. Oh, that's a great tip. Yeah, because if it's if it's not on my calendar, I tend to forget, or if it's not on a sticky note. So I am a big post-it lover. <laughs> but I love how what you told us today, it doesn't have to be complicated. By doing these three small steps, by implementing these three pillars, you're setting yourself and your business up for success. Such valuable information, Susie. Where can we learn more? You can learn more at my website, Susie Rains. It's S-U-Z-Y-W-R-A-I-N-E-S dot com. And something that you can do, I can give you a takeaway that you can do today to get started. If you aren't sure what service you want to do, sit down with a piece of paper and a pen, because I, I truly believe that when you write, your brain works differently. List out all the things that you, your ideas for a service you want to provide. And then you're going to rank them by, you need to visualize a little bit, but visualize yourself doing that service every single day and rank them the top three. That gives you at least three that you can visualize yourself physically doing those services every single day. Because I have to say, if you don't love it, then you're not going to want to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is great advice. Thank you so much for that takeaway. Amazing information. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to share your value with our community. 
Until next time, stop dreaming and start taking messy action. You've got this. Are you loving what you're hearing? Do us a favor and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss an episode.